0: This is a Sunro India production, and you are listening to Casping for Pratt. Hi Padma Priya, how are you doing? Hey Menaka, you know, I no longer know how to answer that question. 26 months, that's how long I have had these symptoms for. And you know, I'm still getting some diagnosis after all these months. I mean, at this point, I'm a walking, talking episode of Dr. House Menaka. Most of us have been touched by COVID-19 in some way or another. Many of us have been infected too. In this series, we will talk about people living with the consequences of being infected with COVID-19. And for these people, the disease does not go away. Hi, I'm Menaka Rao the contributing editor for Suno India and host of this podcast. If you haven't heard the first season, which was on tuberculosis in India, do consider giving it a listen. We had other plans for our second season, but life had other plans for us as well. We were hit by COVID-19 pandemic, like many others in the world. In this season though, we will tell you about what the World Health Organization calls post-COVID condition and what millions of those who suffer from it call long COVID. The WHO says that so far, people have reported more than 200 symptoms related to Long COVID. Right at the beginning of this episode, you heard my colleague and co-founder of Suno India, Padma Priya, giving you a glimpse into how her life unraveled in the past two years. A recent study by the Institute of Health Metrics and Evaluation, which is still in the preprint stage, has estimated that there are 144.7 million people suffering from long COVID globally in 2020 and 2021. The same study estimated that about 4 crore people are suffering from long COVID in India. And these people have symptoms of fatigue, respiratory symptoms, and cognitive problems such as brain fog. Padmapriya, do you want to explain what these words mean? I do not know if people can fathom the impact. I mean, the symptoms range from debilitating migraines to severe cognitive impairment that people are now terming as brain fog. But, you know, I don't think that term does justice anymore. For me, for example, when I'm hit by this, I can actually sense my brain slowing down. The smallest of tasks seem impossible to do and all I want to do then is curl up and sleep. As you know, our team has had its own challenges. While I had some lingering effects of COVID-19 that lasted for months after the infection, Padma Priya was diagnosed with dysautonomia, which is basically a dysfunction of the autonomic nervous system. And it's mostly characterized by abnormal symptoms in many parts of the body, including abnormal blood flow to the heart, lungs, and brain. She is now a patient advocate and is the founder of a long COVID support group in India. Yeah, I mean, being a patient advocate is a pretty hard job you know especially to keep the conversation about long covid going because people are experiencing you know information overload regarding covid it's almost like wanting to live in denial that everything is okay yeah and as journalists we've realized that the awareness about long covid remains limited in india uh, leaving people with symptoms scrambling for help running between specialists and hospitals late last year and this year i conducted some interviews with people who were continuing to feel the impact of COVID post their infection. Not everyone was seriously ill. Some had mild COVID in the first wave, others during the second wave. Some got it both times with varying levels of infection. But recently, some new research on long COVID is giving us a glimpse into what could be resulting in these symptoms. So in this season, our podcast will focus on the human stories behind the crisis on how people living with long COVID describe their life after COVID. This is also the only podcast from India which is focusing on long COVID and we hope to expand its reach wider. But for that to happen, we need your support. Do consider contributing to Suno India so that we can do independent journalism the way we want it. Now over to Menaka. this first episode will capture the incredulity of those who are stuck with long covid most of the people i spoke to had only recently encountered the illness and felt alien in their own bodies and these are their stories i start with Chinmai. he's a physiotherapist based in mumbai
1: if you if you ask me like uh, i was very fit before this covid thing happened in april 2021 and uh, I was a regular uh, exerciser, regular home workout. uh, So much so that I was uh, doing home workout sessions. I was taking home workout classes in the first lockdown. Uh, In the month of June, July, August, September in 2020, I was taking home workout sessions, online sessions. And uh, uh, that is the reason, actually, I find it difficult, so difficult now.
0: Chinmay thinks that he may have got COVID-19 around April 10, to 2021. We tend to lose track of time, but this is during the deadly Delta wave which swept India. Chinmay had runny nose, but he did not test at that time and things started going awry in about a week's time. Some of the people I spoke to remember exactly the day their bodies felt different. And unlike the popular notion that long COVID impacts those who have comorbidities, Chinmay didn't have any. And, like he said, he was quite into fitness.
1: I think a week later, around 15th April, uh, in the middle of the night, I woke up because of severe chest pain, palpitations, and I was uh, sweating profusely. So this feeling that happened at the middle like in the middle of the night, so I, I had already slept. I had a good sleep. I was in my sleep. And in in the sleep itself, I had this episode of tachycardia. So this feeling was like my chest is feeling very like constricted, tight. I felt some pressure on my chest, right in the in the chest. Like I cannot describe it. Uh, like, either it was right or left. Like there was severe pressure on my chest, and my breathing is not getting synchronized with the the heart rate, and i I felt that uh, my hands are f- like hands and feet are not feeling any strength. They are feeling numb. And uh, when I woke up, I was profusely sweating. I was like I was complete. My clothes were all drenched in sweat. And uh, and uh, I I got up and I had a glass of water because I was sweating so profusely. I I, I I had a glass of water. But once I got up, I thought I will be alright. I thought I will be. So that feeling was there for like... Uh, for 30-40 seconds. But those 30-40 seconds seemed like a very long time. A very long time. And I almost felt like I'm how I'm going to go through it. Like I, I tried to wake up my wife. She was sleeping next to me. But then I could not do that. Even those 30 seconds, I could not even i have the strength to open up my mouth and the words were not coming out and then after that brief period oh, those 30 40 seconds i i felt um, like i won't say normal but that, that uh, tightness and that heart racing heart feeling settled up and uh, okay then after i think after i had a glass of water after that Once it settled down, then I I tried to uh, wake up my wife and I told her that this thing happened. So even she was surprised, like why would this happen? She thought I might have had a bad uh, dream, a nightmare or something. And then I tried to sleep, but then like it was not happening. Even I thought, okay, it might have had a nightmare or something. Uh, And I will try to sleep again. But the moment I tried to sleep again, the heart was eating faster and faster and uh, I could not coordinate my breathing. My heart heart rate was not getting coordinated with my breathing. So my breathing was getting faster, shorter, faster breathing. And uh, it was very difficult to uh, sleep at all.
0: Chinmay went to Holy Spirit Hospital where the doctors advised ECG. Everything was normal. He decided not to panic, but he got these episodes again in June. The doctors told him that this is post-COVID condition, but it will disappear in two-three months.
1: But I do feel that I, like somewhere I was left out. I was alone. That initial phase, I felt very left out, and I felt like, okay, am I the only one going through this? Why am I going through this? Is there like what kind of diseases? this are the doctors uh, not able to uh, diagnose me, or. Uh, is this some new disease that I'm going through that there is no mention about it in the book or uh, in the medicine uh, research? And that that feeling was very difficult.
0: We get to Girish now. He's based in Coimbatore city in Tamil Nadu. His experiences are almost
2: similar. So my name is Girish. I am 28 years old and I'm a software engineer by profession.
0: He got COVID at the end of May 2021, again during the Delta wave. He says he had a bad bout of symptoms, fever, high heart rate, diarrhea, but nothing serious according to the doctors. Around July, 40 days after his infection, things started going all right for him
2: too. One fine day, I was just uh, uh, have working and then I uh, had a like high heart rate. like It was in 140s uh, all of a sudden. Had the severe kind of pain in the chest. So that's where, like, the long COVID kind of symptoms uh, started on July 6th. Post that, I had like severe fatigue, muscle pain, joint ache, so, a whole lot of things. Uh, and the whole month of July, I was uh, bedridden. And I started to feel uh, better uh, in August. Uh, Towards the beginning of August, I started feeling better. I was able to walk for a while, do some my own activities. Like basically, I was housebound rather than bedbound because I was bedbound in July. Um, uh, symptoms improved. Uh, the pain subsided slowly. Uh, so I I thought I'm getting fine, and I started uh, resuming my work, full time work in August. Uh, by August fifth or sixth, I joined and. 15 days into the work, it was all good.
0: After two weeks of work as usual, he had a terrible reaction, like his body was fighting against him for working. He got severe diarrhea, stomach ache, vomiting. He was bedridden again for some time. He got another setback when he got his vaccine as his body did not react well to it and he started getting the same symptoms of very high heartbeat again.
2: Uh, Initially, it was scary. I went to the doctors, ECG, everything came out normal. Um, So, it's like they said it's uh, anxiety. They had said it should be because of anxiety and things like that.
0: One of the most common symptoms of long COVID is fatigue. People with chronic fatigue syndrome, as it's called in medical parlance, are not able to do their usual activities, sometimes even confined to beds. Most importantly, it is not improved by rest and can actually get worse after any activity. Girish was probably going through a version of what is called post-exertional malaise. Fatigue can be confusing because it's one of the expected symptoms post-Covid. Tiredness, weakness, you know. So, like many of us who've had COVID, Shorya too felt extreme tiredness after he got it last year. He felt this was on expected lines. He was weak for a long time and he continues to face post-COVID issues.
3: So, see, uh, initially when I recovered, there was a lot of weakness, right? So, the normal feedback was, see, it's going to happen for a month or so. Uh, so you need to take it easy. you know that weakness is going to be there, so I also assumed that hey it is probably the normal weakness uh, you know um, um, which which is continuing okay, fine let's let let me wait for three months, be careful. but after three months also i still i mean now it's almost what six months, I still did not feel well. see, generally, I'm a very, very fit person, uh, as I was telling you, even during lockdown, i worked I have walked out every single day. Uh, and uh, but now look at the situation we were working from home right so i don't have to move around i just have to you know kind of sit on my uh, 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 i mean even i I was not being able to sit on the table so i started working on the bed itself but you work for a couple of hours and you start suddenly start feeling a lot of fatigue
0: it's hard to fathom what fatigue means in this context many people suffering from long covid or what is called Chronic Fatigue Syndrome, feel that this word is inadequate. I asked Shorya, what is this fatigue like?
3: For an example, I will work on my laptop for one and a half hour, two hours, and you will feel extreme fatigue, which is not natural. Uh, you know, this is the kind of fatigue you probably generally feel when you would have 100 to 3 temperature and you are doing something. Second is you speak to somebody for 10-15 minutes and you feel, you know, breathless. Uh, the other part that I noticed also, I never had, uh, you know, something like my head spinning. But you would see, you just stand up and you would feel that, you know, your head is spinning, stuff like that. And then by 3, 4 o'clock, you would start having extreme pain in your calf muscles. Uh, you know, it's it's a very, very kind of, I mean, it's, it's so much pain that you will not feel like even standing up.
0: Shorya is a relatively new father. His baby is a little more than a year old, when I spoke to
3: him. So I could not even uh, pick up the baby, you know, generally before COVID, I used to pick up the baby and all I could not I would start feeling uh, really, really weak. One day I remember I went uh, downstairs uh, for 5-10 minutes to just, uh, you know, pick up something. I mean, some st- just in front of our house, there is a shop, I just went to pick up certain stuff, uh, you know, and I came back in 10 minutes, I would have walked probably for 200 meters. And I was absolutely breathless. Uh, I was feeling as if I had run a marathon and coming back. You know. And uh, that's when I thought, what's wrong?
0: What happens to a housewife who feels the same way as Shouria? I met Alaknanda in her Navi Mumbai flat last year. She's in her 40s. She describes herself as a very active person. Bustling about, cleaning around the house, cooking many meals. All this before COVID-19 changed her body. She went to a wedding last May and feels that she may have contacted it there. She was admitted to the hospital at the time. What she means is her total transformation from a person who ran the house efficiently to someone she does not recognize herself. Her children are older and college-going. But she liked to make them breakfast and pack them lunch. The usual rituals, what women all over the country involve themselves with. But now she relies on others to run the house.
4: I have to go first on my birthday. If you don't go first, you won't go first. I don't feel strong in my mind. I'll take a little bit of work. I've done a few hours a day. धीरे 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 हां कि सेब दूध गरम करने के लिए रख दिया है थोड़ी देर जब आधा गरम हो गया होगा जाके खड़े हो जाके उबाल आके नीचे ना चले जाए करके दो दो तीन तीन रोटी बनाओ फिर आके बैठ जाओ 10 मिनट बैठो हां क्योंकि ज्यादा अगर जबरदस्ती करेंगे
0: she once tried working like she used to and suffered possibly from post exertional malaise as you can tell, she's a very restless person and wants to keep doing something around the house. She told me that her husband and son pitch in and cook whenever she can't she sounded uncomfortable about it so i asked her if it bothers her what appears to bother her the most is that she is not independent that she is not free to do what she wanted to do
4: so, पे भी चले गए एक दो बार दिन में अब होता है अब सोचने से ही डर लग रहा है कि एक एक बार में जाने से सांस फूलने लग जाता है जा हो रही है जैसे कुछ काम नहीं हो रहा है और कुछ सोचने लगते हैं कि बीच में कोई बोल देगा तो चिढ़ के जाना हो लोग
0: Many people suffering from long COVID have what is called dysautonomia. What Padma Priya spoke of earlier. This is a very rare form of neurological disorder. A condition few medical professionals understand. Dr. Sarath Menon is a specialist in dysautonomia. He practices in Kochi city in Kerala.
5: I'll start with what you call this dysautonomia. That means it is this, So dysfunction, this right? So that is the autonomic nervous system in your body is function so uh, in a simple way autonomic nervous system is actually a balance between two major uh, systems one it is a sympathetic nervous system another is a parasympathetic nervous system so to keep it simple sympathetic nervous system is when now when you when you want to run or when you are fighting with someone, so your adrenaline will get pumped up, so that is basically because of the activity of sympathetics and also in the and vice versa when you are sitting uh, in a in a room when you are resting relaxing when you are doing yoga or medication, you feel that you are very much relaxed so that time the the opposite system the parasympathetic system or the vagus there is a vagus nerve say. So it's a very big nerve in your body which is supplying to different organs, skin. So that nerve gets activated. So basically a human body reacts uh, to the balance for synchrony between these two systems. So when you have a dysfunctional autonomic nervous system, you get to have this uh, dysautonomia and other related symptoms.
0: This is a very rare form of neurological disorder, a condition very few medical professionals understand. But patient experiences this as a complete jumble of random symptoms. Dr. Sarat says that patients with long COVID symptoms often explain their life after COVID with an impending
5: sense of doom. So most of them started experiencing uh, some kind of a un un uh, uh, what do you call it? I mean they they a the feeling of doom. I would say that something is terribly going to happen to them. So this cannot be explained in a medical terms to the doctor and nobody would, uh, nobody uh, really, really could understand what exactly is going to happen. So yeah, I have seen I have heard about patients coming to me and telling that something is really, that really is going to hap- happen, that I'm going to die or something is not right. So this is exactly the term they use. Something is going to happen. And I'm, I'm not the person I, I used to be. So they were not sure what is going really happening to them. And most of them had really a fast heart, heart, heartbeats. And that is the most commonest, I would say the most commonest symptoms most of the post COVID patients had uh, was the increase in the heart rate. So it was, there was a, a terrible, uh, uh, thing to happen to anyone that something, someone is actually realizing that your heart is fasting too much. And too fast. So uh, the most commonest symptom was an increased tachycardia, what you call that's the medical term we use, uh, heart rate, increased heart rate. And the second commonest thing was the dizziness, and that was very common. Actually, you cannot say that uh, how to explain that. I'm not able to stand properly. So I am okay when I am lying down. So whenever I used to get up, whenever I used to get up from the seat. I'm, I'm not able to stand, I've I had I, many had really had a uh, loss of consciousness, they had fall down, had incurred with the injury.
0: In October 2021, the World Health Organization defined what they call post-COVID condition. It is quite an expansive definition covering many aspects related to fatigue, shortness of breath and cognitive dysfunction, and how it has impact on everyday functioning. The definition also said that the symptoms relapse or persist. Soon after, India's Ministry of Health and Family Welfare too gave guidelines for doctors for treating post-COVID conditions. While the recognition of this condition does provide some validation, it is no comfort that there is hardly any clue about what next. What can be done about this condition is not clear. People I spoke to had a before-COVID-after-COVID COVID trajectory they would wistfully talk about the kind of things they did before COVID and what they can't do after COVID. It's remarkable because it shows the kind of shift that one feels when the body cannot be trusted. When I spoke to Shorya last year, he was working from home and did not trust himself to be able to travel to office.
3: I was like, hey, I'm working from home and I'm feeling this. What about if I have to go to office? I would probably not be able to go to office. You know, I, I was just judging against a normal person after, a, you know, two months of a viral fever. If I'm going from Calcutta to Gurgaon, will I be worried? Honestly, and now I'm worried that, hey, will I be able flight to do a three-year, two-and-a-half-hour flight? Yeah. Uh, will I be able to carry my own luggage and not, uh, you know, hike up my heart rate and what is going to happen? Uh, will I be able to drive suddenly? Kuch hua So these things we have, um, at least I have never thought that uh, something like this I have to think about.
0: I asked Alaknanda what she misses most when I met her last year she said that she misses going for walks at a drop of her hat।
4: Ah, walking है, free relax कर पाती हूँ मैं से काम में तो walking के लिए सोच भी को करेंगे तो।
0: I spoke to Alaknanda more recently and she said she's about quote unquote 60 to 70 percent better. Not the same as she used to be, but somewhat better. She still has trouble sleeping. In the next episode, we will tell you about what happens when the medical fraternity doesn't catch up with the fast moving science and research around post COVID. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gasping for Breath. Do you want to give us direct feedback on this episode? Download the Suno India app from Play Store and leave your comments and suggestions for us under this episode. Also, if you are suffering from post-COVID and would like to share your story, write to us on hello at sunoindia.im.